It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What up, what up, what up? We are back with another edition of the DNVR Rams podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Download it today. Use the promo code DNVR when you sign up. It is Tuesday, April 11th. Just watched the Avalanche fall to the Oilers in overtime. Tough loss, but really impressed with the defense that they played in this one. Avs getting things together at the right time. I think there's something like 14-3 and three over their last 17, something like that. Cannot wait for the playoffs. But we've got a fun pod in store for y'all on this one. We are going to talk about Daquan Jackson trying to prove doubters wrong, potentially get drafted. We're also going to talk about a hoops recruit for y'all to keep your eyes on. But the main focus of this podcast is going to be the possibility of CU jumping to the Big 12. We'll talk about that and how that could potentially benefit CSU and just how it could generally shake up this region of the country when it comes to college football. Before we get into all of that, though, one week from now, from uh, 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. on April 18th, celebrate I Love CSU Day at the DNVR Bar By the time you're listening to this podcast, I'll have posted those links on social so you can RSVP. Appetizers will be provided via the Alumni Association. We'll have some drink specials for happy hour, including CSU-themed Ramaritas. So come celebrate I Love CSU Day with your boy. Do it upright at the DNVR bar. Make sure you're repping the green and gold. Always got to stand out and represent on these type of days. Nothing would make me happier than to see the entire bar packed with green and gold. We can rub it in RK's face and make him take it all in as we take over. That'd be awesome. But seriously, guys, come through. I'll be there. It would be awesome to hang out, chop it up with all of you. There's a Nuggets playoff game later, so if you want to stick around for that, the atmosphere for those are really epic. But the more we do stuff like this, the more we can raise the profile as DNVR being a hangout for the CSU community, for the DNVR Rams community. I'm really appreciative of the Alumni Association and for uh, Abby Tukinen for putting this all together. We just try our best to make it more fun to be a Ram fan, whether it's with this podcast, written content, social media, the shirts, events, everything we're doing. It's all under the hope that we can create something unique, something special and, and fun for Ram fans because, let's be real, it's easy to get overshadowed, especially right now with all the Dion hype. I'd have to imagine there are going to be a lot of businesses that just decide to put all their eggs in that basket and only focus on Boulder. But at DNVR, we're always going to try and be 
the spot for the people. And we're included in that. You know, it's not just about CU at DMVR. We certainly have plenty of CU coverage and do events for the buffs as well. But I mean, obviously I've been one of the main guys in the company and, and have been there for a long time now. Lindsay Sauer does a lot of stuff behind the scenes, makes it all possible. She's a she's a Ram gal. Eric Weedham, aka D-Line on Twitter, who does all of our design and is really the genius behind all of our branding. He's from Fort Collins and is a CSU alumnus. We've got Riley Sorbo in merchandising, also a CSU alum. And then obviously the man, the myth, and the legend, Ryan Green, aka RG, the slickest man behind the lens in the city. One of my best friends in this industry, he's also a CSU alum. And so we're just always going to make sure that we have Ram fans backs. And that's my long-winded point here. And it would just really mean a lot to me if the CSU community could show up in a major way and make this event a success. But yeah, that's my pitch. Again, I'd love to see all of you out there. Shout out to the Alumni Association for making this happen. RSVP online. And I can't wait to see you all there. All right, we're going to move on. We're going to talk a little bit of conference realignment locally and how that could potentially benefit CSU, how it could make things chaotic, all of that. Real quick, though, it's NBA playoff time, and that means big hoops action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Get in on the excitement every game with a touch of a button. New customers can make a $5 pregame money line bet and score $150 in bonus bets if their team wins. Plus, everyone can score a no-sweat, same-game parlay every day during the NBA playoffs. Just open the DraftKings Sportsbook app, opt-in, place the same-game parlay on an NBA game. If it doesn't hit, you'll get a bonus bet back up to $10. You could create one in the Thunder Pelicans game tomorrow night. You could do one in the Bulls-Raptors game. Both of those may be a little bit harder to predict. Um, I'd love to put one together for the Philly-Brooklyn game on Saturday. Whatever you're doing, make sure you're doing it with our friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now, sign up with the code DNVR. New customers can place a $5 pregame Moneyline bet and score $150 in bonus bets if their team wins only at DraftKings Sportsbook with the code DNVR. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in Massachusetts. Call 800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. 467-369 in Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, Kansas 21 and older in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. I also want to talk about our friends over at Breckenridge Brewery. Breck Brew has a beer for any occasion, and there's no better way to watch a game than having some ice-cold Breck Brew on deck. Breck Brew has been doing it for 32 years, and it all comes down to their love and passion for making good beer. Personally, I love the Mountain Beach Sours. Their new summer shandies are to die for. But you can never go wrong with just a classic Avalanche Amber Ale. It's consistent. They're not going to tinker with it like maybe some other breweries. It's just the best. Check out the Breck Beer Locator at breckbrew.com to find a brew near you. All right, all right. All right. There's been a lot to follow when it comes to the potential Pac-12 media deal. Publicly, the Pac-12 members have all been very aligned with each other. They've released a couple of statements basically saying we're all in this together, kumbaya and whatnot. 
but there has been continuous smoke regarding various four corner schools, that is CU, Utah, Arizona, and Arizona State, having some interest in jumping shit for the Big 12 if the media deal that the Pac-12 ends up putting together either this spring or early summer does not meet their expectations. Now, again, these rumors are not new. These are things we've been talking about for months. But the reason that I'm bringing this up on today's podcast is recently there was kind of some gas tossed on this whole thing. Andrew Marchand, who is a sports media columnist for the New York Post earlier this week, reported to watch Colorado in regards to being the the school that kind of gets all of this started. And the reason that this is significant to me right now, one, about a month ago, Colorado's Board of Regents met to discuss legal advice on the Pac-12 and just kind of like the media contract stuff. But also, it really seems like reading between the lines the Pac-12 keeps pushing it back and pushing it back on the the target date for this media deal. And it seems like they're not getting the numbers that they're looking for. I could be way wrong. Who knows? Maybe they're just working in silence. But the fact that there's been this much smoke regarding the four corner schools coming from so many different sources, I have a hard time not feeling like there's some validity to all of this. Again, they're saying all the right things publicly. All the Pac-12 schools were in this together, statements and stuff like that. But what else are they going to do? It's not like Rick George could go out publicly and just say that they have one foot out the door or they're exploring other possibilities. That would hurt their own cause when it comes to the negotiation process right now. If a third of the Pac-12 members were openly flirting with the Big 12 and they said that on record then what media company is going to be interested in coming to a deal with them? But at the same time, while you can't go on the record because that would hurt the Pac-12's negotiation, and at the end of the day, CU wants to keep all opens, um, all options open, I should say, CU's loyalty at the end of the day is the bottom line. It's not the Pac-12. It's what is going to put us in the best situation, and whether that's the Big 12, the Pac-12, They're going to consider all of that, regardless of what they're saying publicly. Reading between the lines, though, it seems pretty clear there's some there's some uneasiness, there's some discontent. You know, I I I just don't think that all these Pac-12 members are are confident in the future of the league, even if they get a decent media deal. Because for one thing, you're sitting there waiting for the Big Ten to come scoop up Oregon and Washington, potentially Stanford too, if they can ever get Notre Dame to come over. So even if they do move mountains and somehow get a decent TV deal, there's always the possibility that Oregon and Washington blow it up anyways. That's got to be in the back of everyone's minds. On top of that, it doesn't really seem like the interest from these media partners is there for the current Pac-12. It sounds like the CW could be in play. And I mean, at least that would be more consistently available than the Pac-12 network has been. But I don't know if being on the channel that shows Riverdale and two and a half men reruns is exactly the the spot you want to be associated with in big collegiate athletics. Maybe if it was combined with Amazon or Apple or something like that, then it ends up being a, a win for the league. I don't know. But David Smoke of Sikkim 365, a Baylor website, recently on the Locked on Big 12 podcast had this to say. 
I got the impression that Colorado and Arizona were waiting for one of the others to make a decision, Smoke said. If Colorado did, then Arizona would. Utah, I'm not sure where they are right now. I'm not sure how the timing is going to work. There's some speculation in there, obviously, but I do think it's significant that there is this much smoke regarding CU in the Big 12. It's coming from every part of the country at this point, and usually when there's this much smoke, there ends up being a fire. As far as whether CU should leave the Pac-12 or not, I've never really found them to be a good fit in the Pac-12. They haven't really accomplished anything outside of one championship game appearance in which they got rolled in. They don't have any rivals. So I think people like me that grew up watching the old Big 12 would probably enjoy it, seeing them go back to that that league. I mean, a large part of CU's enrollment is California kids, so I guess there's the possibility of the admin not embracing this. Personally, though, I just I don't think Cali kids are not going to go to Boulder if CU decides to leave the Pac-12. That's not going to be the decisive or that's not going to be the determining factor, I should say. I guess if you're a skeptic, you would say, is playing K-State and Iowa State without Texas and OU really an improvement? And that's probably a fair critique. But as somebody that grew up with the old Big 12, I'm too young for the Big 8. That just feels more right to me. See you playing Midwest schools, Texas programs, the Heartland, whatever you want to, whatever you want to call that area. But the reason that we're talking about it on this pod is the potential impact it could have on CSU if CU were to jump for the Big 12 in the near future. Um, A couple of notes that I put down here, I'm just going to kind of rapid fire through it. Ultimately, I think it would help CSU's chances of getting in the Pac-12 if CU were not in it as it currently stands with Utah and CU representing the Mountain Time Zone and CSU just not having much success over the last five, six, seven years. I don't exactly know what CSU's selling case to the, the Pac-12 would be other than you know the stuff we've talked about for years, which is that it's a great university, great college town, close to Denver, all that stuff. At the moment, without being a national name or somebody that's really been competitive these last couple of years, CSU just doesn't have a ton to offer that the Pac-12 does not currently have, that they don't currently have being met. The perfect scenario for CSU, in my opinion, would be if CU were to defect and go to the Big 12, but the other four corner schools stayed. Because if all four leave for the the Big 12, then I think the future of the Pac-12 is pretty much done at that point. You'd have lost half of your conference in a couple years span, and you're still worried about Oregon and Washington getting scooped up by the Big 10. So I just, I don't really see how the league survives at that point. And even if you do get in it, it might be slightly better than the Mountain West, but it certainly wouldn't be a power conference. But if just CU leaves, CSU could replace them as a travel partner with Utah. You assumingly got San Diego State and SMU coming to join the league as well. That'd be a really solid conference and a good and a good spot for CSU to be in. But the tough part is basically it's all out of CSU's control right now, other than getting competitive, hopefully, and winning and and strengthening your resume that way. CSU kind of needs some things to go their way in in terms of conference realignment to just make it so that that mountain time zone is a coveted spot for one of these leagues. It's all going to be really interesting to follow. I don't think anybody truly knows what the future holds as of right now. 
But it's going to be really interesting to follow all this, see how it all shapes up, see if Utah and BYU want to be in the same league, if they're willing to be, what happens with those four corner schools. I do think it is significant, though, that there is this much smoke, this much noise, however you want to phrase it, regarding CU and the possibility of rejoining the Big 12 and you know, probably being a little bit uneasy about the future of the Pac-12. It just kind of feels like an old conference that was built on stilts and you can see a hurricane coming. It's not there yet. You're okay at the moment. The winds go your way. It might miss you all together, but it certainly feels like that hurricane crashing and those stilts crumbling and the whole house falling down is inevitable. At least that's how I feel. And if this whole thing does get chaotic, hopefully at the very least, CSU is able to benefit from it in some way, whether it's taking CU's place in the Pac-12 with them being the only defection or the Mountain West absorbing Washington State and Oregon State after the four corner schools go to the Big 12 and Stanford and Washington and Oregon end up in the Big 10, Cal goes Indy, maybe some type of best of the rest league forms with the, the best remaining Mountain West members and the, the Pac-12 leftovers. You just can't afford to be left out of the picture altogether. I don't know. I guess we'll all have to wait and see how this whole thing plays out. But as a CSU guy, I just can't help but think how big of a missed window these last five, six, seven years have been. Completely upgraded the facilities, and unfortunately, outside of poaching Norvell from another Mountain West institution, just don't really have anything to show for it. Just the fact that they've been completely surpassed by San Diego State and by even SMU in these conversations, is, it's frustrating. But if I've learned anything by being a college sports fan all these years, it's that you never know exactly what the future is going to hold. Realignment never actually stops. And it only takes a, a couple of hot years to really create something special with a new program so hopefully the best has yet to come for CSU still. I guess we shall see. When you get hurt, Backus and Shanker is here to help. Backus and Shanker wins for Colorado families. They have been helping those who are seriously injured in Colorado for more than 25 years. They're free until they win money in your case. No upfront fee to speak with you about your case. No fee while they work on your case and no fee unless they win your case and win money for you. Backus and Shankers won over $1 billion for their clients, now with even more locations serving all of Colorado, including neighborhood offices in Denver, Aurora, Inglewood, and Fort Collins. Backus and Shanker has the strength and power to win your case with more than 30 lawyers and 100 staff. Backus and Shanker helps with all kinds of injury cases when you weren't at fault. Car accidents, motorcycle, rideshare, pedestrians, trucks, they can even help if you're injured at work. Call Backus and Shanker at 222-2222 to find out if you have a case for free. Backus and Shanker wins. Also, take on the sun with gear that's built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered for the warm weather ahead with premium polarized shades at an affordable price. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair we've worn, durable frames, and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. Shady Rays also offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every single pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. So if you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us they're going to send you a brand new pair. No questions asked. Wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they've got your back long after you purchase. Shady Rays is also making an impact in your community from building play sets for pediatric cancer patients to providing young adults with MS the outdoor adventure of a lifetime. 
Shady Rays is making an impact in your community and others like it for now and years to come. If you don't love Shady Rays, exchange for a new pair or return them free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop. Their team always has your back. Shady Rays is giving out the best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com. Use the code DNVR. And if you do, you can get 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. All right, let's finish up here. Let's talk a little Daquan Jackson. I was going to do some CSU hoops recruiting stuff, but I think I'll save that for tomorrow or the day after. But according to a recent interview with the Draft Network, thedraftnetwork.com, Daquan Jackson had contact with the Broncos and Seahawks after his pro day. He did run the 40 at his pro day in 4.65 seconds, which is a solid showing for him. DJ coming off of a great season in which he had 100 tackles, a couple of forced fumbles, six tackles for loss. But considering that he's not the largest linebacker in the world, being able to run well is going to be really important for him. He's listed at 6'1", 225. So he's not small, but he's just not the most physically imposing guy in the world either, especially at that position. As far as Daquan's pro possibilities go, one of the things it talks about in this interview with the Draft Network is that at this point in time, he's certainly more developed as a run stopper, downhill, attacking gaps, stuff in the run, that type of stuff. But in order to make it as an interior linebacker in the NFL, he's going to have to prove that he can cover. He says in this interview, this is a direct quote, I think I have sticky man coverage skills as well. The more I played in coverage, the more I've developed in that area. My coaches started to realize that I could really cover as well. So basically, I think it's good that Daquan has a, a realistic outview of his skill set, what he needs to show in order to make it. As of right now, just being honest with you guys, I'd be pretty surprised if he got drafted. I think he has a better opportunity to potentially make it as an undrafted free agent. Maybe you're able to show out in special teams, work really hard in practice, that type of stuff. But as far as a draft evaluation goes, Daquan feels like a tweener to me. Like, I'm just not sure he's quite effective enough at anything to, to really wow an, an NFL team. Can do a little bit of everything, but just kind of a jack of all trades and a master of none, if that makes sense. But I'm certainly rooting for Daquan. He's one of the best guys that I've had an opportunity to cover. I, I can't say anything but good things about his personality. I think he's a great leader in the locker room. I think he's really humble and works his ass off. So who knows? It most certainly would not shock me to see somebody with his integrity, with his work ethic, make it. But it's going to be an uphill battle for him. And I think a lot of it is really going to come down to whether he can consistently cover or not. Because I think you could trust him to make the right reads in the run game. Just not sure if his traits are going to be enough to really wow a GM, especially enough to, to get him drafted. But hey, you never know in some of those later rounds. It only takes one team to believe in you. I love BC Johnson to death. I think he's a, a solid pro receiver, but I didn't think he was going to get drafted at that time. Other guys, I was sure they were going to kill it in the NFL and barely had a cup of coffee. I mean, it's an imperfect process. But Daquan was a great Ram, great representative of the university. Went through a ton during his time at CSU, but always stayed true, always stayed loyal to the green and gold. And I know that Ram Nation most certainly wishes him well on the next step of his journey. 
Thank you to you guys for listening to the podcast. Shout out to the presenting sponsors, DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app. Use that code DNVR when you sign up. Much love, y'all. Peace. Scummy like Martin Scarelli, turn jam into jelly, then drink it like juice. But water's the truth, so I sip on that too. Skinny looking kid with no car keys, like the only thing I drive is RCRV. He's got the stash like Steve Harvey. Oh, I'm gnarly.